Welcome to Moody Bros. Hey. hey. I'm uh, I'm Rachel Wrangle. Rachel Riley. We're the Rachels. Yeah. We really didn't think that through. We were like, let's start a podcast before we realized that we have the same name. I know. And we can't even use like our last initial either because we're both Rachel R's. Except yeah. I do have an extra E at the end of my name for no reason other than the fact that my mom wanted to make my life miserable and wanted to make sure that I never got a personalized keychain growing up. Honestly, Tracy, I really want to know what your motive was for this. Like, did you hate Rachel before she was born or when you saw her little face for the first time? Were you uh, looking at her in a smug manner? Maybe that's why she was like, you know what? I'm gonna fuck this kid's life up. I broke her tailbone and my face was black and blue and I was the ugliest fucking thing that's ever come out of a vagina except for like the alien movies. But those come out of the chest, I think, Yeah, right? those don't come out of the vagina. I mean, honestly, after hearing that, I totally understand why she fucked up your name. Oh, no. I do. Tell I think it was kind of fair. My, my parents gave me the middle name Maud, which up until my 20s, I didn't <laughs> like. But then I realized I'm named after my badass great grandma who like raised four kids by herself in the 40s and like drove a red charger. She's a fucking badass. May she rest in peace. Um, then I liked it. But still, sometimes I used to be like, Maud. 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 Like Harold and Maud. Harold and Maud. I'm dating a man who's 60 years younger than me. Don't worry. Nothing to see here. <laughs> I'm gonna die I think Bud Court actually pretty much stopped acting for a while after that movie came out is that who Bud played Harold? Harold yeah um, it's a weird ass movie I've watched it one time I'm, I've blocked out most of it I block out a lot of things yeah I uh, just want to add that I am broadcasting this live okay not live because we actually we, we re- never mind with from a crowded two-bedroom apartment that I live in with my children. There are two of them. A dog, a cat, two guinea pigs, and a hamster. And uh, starting this weekend, there will also be a husband and a 100-pound German shepherd living in this apartment. Why, you might ask? Because I thought it was a good idea to build a house. And I found out that that house that I've been expecting to move into in the next month month and a half was not going to be done until December so I went house hunting that very day in a panic generally just kind of like chicken with head cut off running in circles found Mm -hmm. another house and now I'm waiting to move into that house so uh, if you must know I currently uh, do not have a kitchen table I bought a futon I bought a futon from Walmart for a hundred bucks I'm gonna call it the futon yeah I'm gonna call it the crouton Because it's crunchy. And then... Um, <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> my brother used to call his futon he lived in at my dad's apartment the crouton. And I was like, why didn't I think of that? Anywho, it's just a weird <laughs> life we're living right now. Like, there's no furniture. I got a big old black and yellow tote that I'm using to put the tiny TV on. Did you get them from Home Depot? Nah, fam. I think I got these from Walmart. Oh. I know exactly which... is The, the top is yellow, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Maybe think, those are not just a Home Depot special <laughs> and you can get them anywhere. I would say Sterilite truly does not discriminate against who they allow to stock their totes because, you know, they're the OG of totes, I think. I don't, I actually They don't, are. I don't and know. We have a fuck ton of totes. And actually, I have those black and yellow totes in the twins' room and I had them between their cribs. And Zach was like, at some point, they're going to realize that uh, they can put their feet on there and climb out of their crib and onto the tote and then off the tote and just run around and 
cause havoc. And no shit, that day I went into their, or that, the next morning I went into their uh, room and Baxley was trying to climb out. And I'm like, motherfucker, you jinxed it. Um, yeah, he probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah, he if shouldn't you put have. put it out, it's, it's like that theory, like you put it into the universe, it will happen. It's the secret. Ah, is Zach practicing the secret? Does he want, wait, are the kids practicing the secret? Um, if they are, their secrets involve a lot of screaming and yelling and throwing themselves on the floor. Sounds par for the course for their age. Speaking of people that are screaming and yelling, let's talk about our favorite Saturday Night Live star. Pete (laughs) Davidson. Sorry to get into it. No, it's okay. Bicycle seat face. (laughs) Isn't that his name? Bicycle seat face. I think so. Um, Yeah, I guess so. He was doing like a welcome back show at a college. And he was super um, distasteful and rude. And I don't even know. Like, he was just like, I don't have to fucking be here i don't even know i don't know i read it and i was like that's very on brand for Pete davidson like i didn't even understand like why he was mad about what he was mad about but i but that's the thing i don't even know what the fuck he was mad about he might be mad that people told him his face looks like a bicycle seat and we just contributed to that well isn't that like good though like that's a place you want to put your face Oh, you're, you're, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I thought yeah. that's what a bicycle seat face was. It's somewhere, well, I'm sorry. It's somewhere you want to take a seat. A seat. I thought we were talking about the actual shape of his face. Fuck, man. I don't know. Well, you know what? It's both. It's both. He has an angular face and some girls want to put their face. I mean, they're, they're, fa- they're, they want to sit on his face. They want to sit on his face. That's what, okay, that's how I thought that, what, that's what no, I thought you're probably right. face was. You're probably right, Rach. I mean, there's, I've been wrong once or twice in my life. And this no, might be I, number three. I don't know. So yeah. I read a very interesting article about a woman in England who sustained second degree burns to her vajayjay, vagina, vagine, from vaginal steaming. And the first thing I want to say is that this is all Gwyneth Paltrow's fault. Fuck her. It is. Yes. I, don't, I do not like that woman. Um, let me let me just pull up I the article. I do like her as Pepper Potts, though. I just wish she wasn't. Wait, but didn't she say... No, I don't remember which one it was. She said that she didn't know one of the well-known superheroes or actors who plays one of the Marvel superheroes. She didn't know that he was in the movies. And I just kind of like... She's so out of touch with fucking everything that I just can't. I can't. That actually makes... Okay, so that actually makes sense to me a little bit because um, much like recording a podcast, uh, we don't listen to our episodes mostly. So if we say something and someone brings it up to us, we're like, oh... I would imagine it's even worse if you're watching yourself on screen. So you probably wouldn't watch the movies that you're in for the most part, unless you're full of yourself. Or which you just which she is. So we know she has. 
I don't know. I mm. could be wrong here. I just, it, it rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, Anyways. how out of fucking touch do you have to be? So let's a woman. Talk about vaginal burns. Yeah. Let's, okay. So she's from Canada, went to a traditional Chinese doctor over concerns about vaginal prolapse, which is a valid concern. And I'm just mm-hmm. adding this as a side note. You probably should Wait. have gone to see a. Yes. Yeah. A internal. After we're done. Yeah. I ha- after we're done talking about this, I have another vagina story that I'd like to share from my personal experience bank. But anyways, go on. Just so, don't let me forget. No, no, I you're good. You're good. I, I will not forget. I will never forget a vagina story. I said vagina. 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 She was told to sit over boiling water infused with herbs for 20 minutes, and it caused her to suffer painful second-degree burns. The technique- Question. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, uh... How does it boil for 20 minutes? Like, did you, did she have like a little hot plate that she put a pan of water? I on? think so. Okay. There's a picture of Chrissy Teigen after giving birth, sitting on some sort of like stool that has like a hole in it where your vagina okay. goes and you put the boiling water under it. I don't know if they put, they must use a hot plate. I mean, I don't know. I've never really, really thought too much about the logistics because to me, this seems like a terrible idea from the get go. Yeah. I mean, your vagina. I, is self-cleansing and I don't think it is yeah here's the thing that really bothers me it says that uh, the procedure sometimes known as v-steaming claims to cleanse your uterus and balance female hormones okay (sighs) it says gynecologists you know the people who literally know everything about vaginas have repeatedly warned women not to bother it's proven to work not to (sighs) it's not proven to work and could lead to infections another serious risk is of course burns which was the outcome of the woman whose case was reported in the journal of obstetrics and gynecology canada yeah so she was trying to reduce a a vaginal prolapse it just Go, go. I don't understand how steam, like steam tightens your pores. It's not going to fix the prolapse. It really doesn't even tighten your pores. Steam opens your pores. Yeah, just kidding. That shows how much I know about fucking skincare. I mean, I just don't see how putting steam inside of your body is ever uh. a good idea. Unless you're breathing uh. it in, you know, breathing in like uh, peppermint oil diffused. Well, that's, in- why, that's why I asked how it was staying hot because I had a really bad sinus infection about like six years ago. Like it was bad. Like I should have went to the doctors before it got out of control, but I hate going to the doctors. Um, and so I would like boil water and I'd put a towel over my face and kind of put my face in the steam with peppermint oil in it. Um, and then, I mean, it would last for like two minutes and I'd have to fucking get another thing of water and boil it. So, that's that was my question also so the chair had a hole in the seat so she could put her vagina over it how uncomfortable i mean i'm assuming that's how you do it well i so i've seen because i have read about this stuff before i've seen that women just kind of sit spread eagle on a chair and put a towel drape like a blanket or towel around there so then like the whole area fills with steam but in order to get those kind of burns you'd have to have like pretty close to direct contact uh yeah I just found a Yoni steam vaginal cleansing uh-uh. device. The second anyone calls it a Yoni, I'm out. I'm fucking out. And it's yes. like, I can show you on Skype. Obviously, the listeners won't be able to see, but it's like a little thing that you sit on 
that blows that looks like steam a potty. up your vag. Yeah, that it's like a porta potty. It's not okay. And I just, first of all, calling your vagina a yoni is not okay. We're just gonna. I get would that. never call it a yoni. I would call it a cookie, and then, but I don't call it that unless I'm trying to get laid. And I'm like, hey, you hungry? I got a cookie you can eat, but it's zero calories. Wow, zero calories. Well, I don't. Nope, not going there. No? Nope. Okay. All uh-uh. right. Well, anyway, another interesting uh-uh. uh, little bit of tidbit of information I found uh, uh, perusing the New York Post is uh, an article called The Real Reason Men Send Unsolicited Dick Pics. And Rachel, I know this is a subject that is near and dear to your heart. I love dick pics. I love it. I love that one of our friends tells us that he gets them, and I love it. Yeah, we really are living vicariously through Rico in many ways. And that's why he will be the original male contributor to Moody Mm -hmm. Bros. He is the Moody Bro. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're saying, I'm just going to kind of, I'm just going to kind of like paraphrase so I don't read you an entire article. Um, It says, They have determined that men who reported having sent unsolicited dick pics demonstrate higher levels of narcissism and endorsed greater ambivalent and hostile sexism than their non-sending counterparts. Uh, They they used responses from 1,087 men who admitted uh, whether or not they had pushed images of their junk and why. Um, These were all heterosexual males. um, So, I mean, the data might be different for gay males i don't know that they didn't really <sighs> specify that but anyway uh 48 of the men had admitted to promoting their nether regions without an invite 48 mm-hmm. percent. okay i full-on believe knowing what i know about receiving dick pics from people that are unsolicited because it used to happen quite frequently um those guys were very full of themselves mm-hmm. yeah like as far as my experience re- with receiving unsolicited dick pics, they were very full of themselves. So that just makes perfect fucking sense to me. Yeah, it, it does make sense. Um, the part that was really interesting is that they're saying, here it goes. Um, they outlined six nuanced categories of motivation and found that most men were not doing so with the explicit purpose of terrorizing women, nor will they, nor were they themselves turned on by the act. It says... 44% are simply playing a game of show and tell. They tr- That's exactly. Yep. And we're going to show all of our friends and we're going to critique it and we're going to be like, you need to shave or you need to do this. So, and just know that that happens with every single dick pic that women get. They show their friends. And Unless if you think that's you're married, oh. Rachel, because we would never What happened? What happened if it happened before you were married. That's different. But once you're married, okay. you should not be. I mean, I don't know. I guess it depends on if your husband says, okay, your husband has explicitly stated that he will never let you show a dick pic to friends again. And so he will never send me another dick pic that's ever upsetting. again. And I mean, that's it is. It is. Uh, so when we were on vacation, um, w- did one of you guys get a dick pic or something? We were discussing it. And, um, uh, anyways, he sent me one of those. We have iPhones and you know how you can do those little drawing things. Yes. Yeah. He, he drew a picture of a penis and he sent it to me and he was like, there's your dick pic. Wow. That's harsh. I, I think there yeah. might be grounds for a divorce. You might want to hit him with the, like the hard reality that this is, 
uh, a need of yours and you would like more dick pics. And- uh, I, I would totally say that's grounds for divorce. However, I told him about how you told me that it sounds good at, and I said I would breathe there in a few minutes, and he told me that um, my puns are really cute. So, Oh, maybe you should keep him. I'm going to. I probably. got the, the whole that's Gouda, it's all Gouda, that all came from Matt, so maybe it's Zach's way of actually missing Matt. And it has nothing to do with us. I bet you it probably does. It probably does. So these men sending unsolicited dick pics, they want to show you their dick because they think it's a transactional mindset. They either think that you'll be motivated and receive, they will receive images in return or that it'll just turn you on. All right, just look at this dick. Look at it. Look, look at it. I don't know because this is, I've been in some sort of relationship since, camera phones have been a thing and I've never received an unsolicited dick pic and um I am both grateful and also a little bit like offended that it's never happened to me that's not an invitation I should put that out there but I get solicited ones from you know the one that belongs to me it's it's mine legally Mm -hmm. legally like the state of North Carolina said that I get those dick pics forever that's amazing. That's like the most romantic thing I I've know. heard all morning. I know. Marriage is beautiful. So I thought that was Marriage interesting. I mean, it's, I think it's, they just, I think they think if I show you this, you will be impressed. And then maybe you will show me some of whatever you have. And mm. then you send them a picture of your lunch and they're like, what the fuck? And you're like, I thought we were sharing things that we didn't ask for or something. Mm. <laughs> That's the I best. fucking love you. So I should probably, Um, I also just want to share the fucking chaos because we did, we tried to record an episode last week and put it out and our audio got all fucked up, which is why we've spent a good amount of time over the past Mm -hmm. week figuring out our audio. So I just want to say. We really have. I'd say we probably have spent close to two hours, (laughs) like 45 minutes to actually, you know what, if you think about it, we spent longer than we probably over two hours because we definitely spent longer than an hour and 15 minutes the other day when we were sound checking. I'd spend, I'd say two and a half hours yes. unpaid. That's, that's not true. I gave you compliments. Give me compliments. I said, I give me compliments. I'd Do give you food if I had any, but I'm fasting right now. Are you fasting again? Mm-hmm. Why? Well, I think since we're getting ready to talk about our episode from last week, they didn't, uh, didn't get, I can, ex- I can explain. Are we about to get feelingy? I don't know. Um, I have to say that I just found out that Leslie Jones is leaving Saturday Night Live. Oh, I'm very. I thought very we were going to talk about something it. else, but yeah, that is upsetting. She's no, great. we we are we are going to talk about that. Um, I also found out that heroin looks like dirt when they make it. Um, right. I watched Dope last night, so that was pretty fucking mind boggling. Like, I legitimately thought that that was their way of um, that that was them trying to hide the heroin because it looked like dirt it looked like the soil from my backyard and so i was like wow how are they gonna get all that dirt out of the heroin and then zach was like that is it rachel (laughs) i was like what amateur yeah pretty much so that goes to show you how much drugs they don't use which is a good thing yeah for sure a very good thing yeah. um what else did i want to tell you i sent you an article last night i don't know if you read it um but there was a statue of jesus 
from, I don't remember, I think in Spain. And they did like imaging on it. And somebody had put real teeth in the statue's mouth, like human teeth. Oh, I don't like that. I didn't like it either. I don't like that at all. Where did you send me this article? Because I don't I see it. it. On our group chat. Oh, what up group chat? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I don't like anything involving teeth. I don't either. Let's and then the there was another picture. Let's. And there was another picture like right underneath it of a child's skull with their baby teeth and then all their adult teeth above the baby teeth. And I just looked at my kids and I was like, y'all are weird and I'm putting you in another room. I'm just kidding. I didn't do that. <laughs> I thought about it, though, because they're giving me the fucking business. We've hit terrible twos. I don't know if that's a real thing, but what I do know is that they're crawling on everything. They're climbing on everything. Um, Baxley was in the kitchen screaming at Zach this morning, and Lennon was upset that Baxley was screaming, (laughs) and she wanted to cry. (laughs) So she started crying, and when that wasn't working, she threw herself backwards on the floor. And then she started inching backwards Mm. on the floor, like just super dramatically, like inching backwards towards my chair till her her head was underneath my chair. And she just looked up at me and was like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, why are you even like – you guys have been crying for so long. I don't remember why we're crying. Yeah. That sounds like and, that sounds like two-year-olds. Yeah. So, except they're not two yet. And then also we're getting two-year molars in. And I'm just like, me can't stop. <laughs> I hate to, like, tell you. Honestly, like, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. It does not stop. They just get differently bad. Yeah. But then they go, then they go to kindergarten. And if your kid, if your kid goes, like, if you're not homeschooling, they go to kindergarten and they're at school and they're, you know, they're fucking saints. The people who teach these children are Uh the heroes of humanity and they're the reason why I have my sanity back after a very long summer. And you'll get there. You'll get there. I'm so, so happy. You'll get there. So we should, should we dive into the feels? Yeah. I mean. We should talk about last week's episode. Are we about to get hashtag too real? I think we are. Go for Um, it. Okay. So last week we recorded a pretty deep episode um, and it was crazy distorted. And I took that as a sign that maybe I shouldn't talk about this. Mm -hmm. The subject you're Um, about to get into. The subject I'm about to get into. Uh, But then... Of in in everything's infinite wisdom, I am uh, on this. Uh, I have like this Facebook group I'm a part of, and someone um, was asking for some advice, and or just venting, mm-hmm. and it 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 touched my feels. I was like, I'm feeling this so hard. Sit back, buckle up. I'm about ready to drop some fucking knowledge on you. Uh, some wisdom that I didn't have myself. Like, I was just given this wisdom last week. Um, so, uh, as I've mentioned, a few, the past few episodes, I've had some personal stuff going on. Um, so, we haven't been as able to record. Um, we, I, and also, I haven't been in a good mental mental state to record. Uh, my father-in-law just passed away two weeks ago. Is that about right? Mm, yes. I don't know. Everything's kind of a fucking blur, to be perfectly yeah. honest with you. That's normal, um, considering. Yep. Yeah. And so uh, I spent a couple weeks in Texas helping out with my father-in-law and my and my stepmother-in-law, I think. Um, and, uh, yeah. And so I was, uh, along with that, um, 
I don't have we I don't think this is anything we've talked about before. So um my father is a recovering alcoholic, except the thing is he's not recovering and he's not even trying to not be an alcoholic anymore. He's just an alcoholic. Um, he's just an alcoholic. And so uh I guess I'll just start maybe from the beginning. Do whatever feels good, Rach. I, I don't know. Um so basically, uh I don't remember much of my childhood. Um, and I guess the reason I just want to put this out there is because I want people to know that you don't have to be treated like this. You don't have to be put up. You don't have to put up with this. Mm -hmm. Um, and so anyways, uh, I had a meltdown a couple weeks ago, pretty fucking intense meltdown. And I decided, so that was on a Thursday. And then I decided on Monday, I was going to call and make an appointment to set up for counseling. Um, and so I've been seeing a counselor for the past few weeks. Um, I think two, this will be my third appointment because we were supposed to have an intake appointment last week, but it didn't pan out. Anyways, so as I mentioned, my dad is an alcoholic. Uh, I know that I drink sometimes when we record. I'm very, very aware of my alcohol usage and I don't drink as much as everyone thinks I do. Um, but uh, yeah, and so... This, so my parents, I spent a lot of my weekends in, um, growing up with my dad in rehab and we would go and like have counseling sessions and whatnot and he would stay sober for a little while and then he would fall off the wagon and then it was just like a fucking vicious cycle. Yeah. Um, so after, and I, and honestly, I really don't remember much of my childhood. Mm. Like, I have blocked that shit out so fucking hard. Um, but becoming a parent. So, I don't know if it was the pregnancy hormones or what. But it really, um, me being pregnant really made me start to reevaluate my relationships with people. And uh, up until recently, so he's a very toxic person. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just going to fucking throw that out there. Yeah. Um, and so growing up, life was not pleasant. It wasn't pleasant. There was verbal abuse. There was emotional abuse. And sometimes we had good times, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, as, as, as most, most families do, I would, I would assume. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is that, He's, he's an alcoholic. And uh, so anyways, um, I got pregnant and it just really started making me evaluate um, my relationships with my, my family members and who I wanted to be in my children's lives and who I didn't. And so um, I had had the kids and uh, like two weeks after so my mom came to stay with us in Texas for, for a while after, cause I was so fucking big. I couldn't move. I was huge. Um, and as I mentioned, so I don't remember a lot and, and I've always, I moved out of my parents' house when I was like 17, mm-hmm. just fucking out. I'm done. Yeah. I'm not doing this anymore. Like, uh, and so, um, yeah, so I give him birth to the kids and, um, my mom was there and like two weeks after I given birth, I'm pumping and I'm trying to, you know, breastfeed and I'm sitting in the room and the kids are asleep and my dad calls and he wants to FaceTime. And I'm like, no, I am hooked up to a milk machine right now. <laughs> and, yep. and, uh, 
Yeah, and so uh, he just fucking went off on me. He was like, you're a fucking bitch, just like your mother. You don't care about anybody else but yourself. Fuck you. Da, 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 da. And so, like, I was pissed. I hung mm. up. And I called him back, and I was like, don't ever fucking talk to me like that ever again. Ever. And so before I'd given birth, my mom, so she was going to, her plan was to come down for a couple, um, a couple months because for the, the last month of my pregnancy, I couldn't, I was practically immobile, uh, took two steps and I couldn't breathe. It was, it was terrible. It was terrible. Yeah. And that's probably why I'll never have, never, ever have kids ever again. Anyways, um, and so my mom had casually mentioned that my dad knew that he would have had to do something drastic in order to get her, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, she said that he didn't feel like he, she needed to be with me yeah. for as long as she was with me because he needed her at home. Ridiculous. Mind you, this is a full grown, full grown man yeah. who wants his wife at home when his daughter is in need. Like as a parent yourself, could you imagine no. telling if, if you, you know, if one of the girls needed something and Matt was like, I have to do this. Would you be like, no, I need you here. Yeah, Children no. come first. Always. They Even, come first. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's not and, like what you needed help with was something stupid. Like you had just yeah, given birth not something to trivial. two children and you needed help. Mm-hmm. And that's like, it's what moms do. And you would think yeah. that a father would... Mm-hmm. I mean, at least my father, you know, nobody's perfect, but God, my dad never for a second would have done something like that. And I'm not saying that my dad's perfect and your dad's not. I'm just no. saying that's like a very no. clear, like, yeah, selfish way of looking at things. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Messed up. So, um, so shortly after that, uh, like two weeks, because my mom, my mom had been there. Uh, she'd been there for like a month and a half. My, I overhear my mom on the phone and she was just like, call the cops, shoot him if you need to. <laughs> I'm, I'm up at like three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning pumping. And again, cause that's all I did yeah. for the first month and a half was just pumped every two hours. Yeah. So I hear my mom and I just get this pit in my stomach and I'm like, Oh my God. And uh, I won't, I won't go into detail about what happened. Nobody was harmed, but um, it was after that moment the next day, Actually, you know what? So when my dad drinks, he gets nasty and he likes to call. He is a very misogynistic, toxic masculinity male. Yeah. Um, and so uh, and when he drinks hard alcohol, he gets nasty and he calls people fucking bitches and fucking cunts. And you're a fucking cunt and you're fucking not worth anything. Like just fucking nasty shit, dude. That's and I grew up. Yeah, I grew up hearing this this talk. Like that was n- not normal, but normal for me. Yeah, like I knew it wasn't right, but that's what happened. Like I thought everybody's dad was like this. I can yeah. say that is uh, not the case. No, it's not at all. And knowing that, like I know that now. So, anyways, um, uh, so the next day I called my dad and he. Uh, he wouldn't answer the phone. Wouldn't answer the phone. He said he was sleeping. I called like 30 fucking times. And I was just like, you know what? I'm fucking done. I'm so done with this. My my kids, <laughs> I just had kids a month ago. Not even, it hadn't even been a full month yet. It was like, they were born on the 11th. This happened like February 2nd. 
Um, and uh, I was just like, I'm fucking done. I am so, I don't need this in my life anymore. Like, you've gone done and fucked up, A.A. Ron. A.A. Um, Ron. A.A. Ron. And so I'm finally at a place where I can talk about this candidly. Like, because it's not a dirty secret anymore. Like, it's not, everybody knows this. And now, like, this is, I guess this is my way of taking my fucking power back. Yeah. And so I, I I called him and I was like, I'm tired of you making me feel like I'm 12 years old again. Because that's how he used to, to speak to us. Like, um, and not all the time. Yeah. Not all the time. No, but I mean, Just even, even. A substantial yeah. amount of time to where I thought that was normal. Yes. Which is really awful. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. So I told him I was done and I didn't talk to him for about seven months. But after that, my mom was like, because he had crossed a line that he couldn't come back from. And my parents have had a very tumultuous relationship there. And I've asked my mom permission to talk about some of these things, but like the codependency. So my parents would get separated and my dad would get a girlfriend like immediately. Or sometimes if he felt like my mom was pulling away, he would start cheating on her. Now, I, my mom is not perfect. Nobody's, nobody's perfect. We all make mistakes. The difference between them was my mom learned from her mistakes and growing up like, no, like I'm technically considered an adult now. I don't know who decided that was a thing. It, that it's they should honestly like, I know, I know what you mean. We're, like who decided this anyway? Yeah. Yeah. We're literally all just doing the best we fucking can with the tools that we have. Yes. And so, um, Anyways, uh, yeah, so my mom told him that she wanted a divorce. And um, so they got a divorce, and my mom's living with me now, and she's happier and healthier than I've ever fucking seen her. That's awesome. Uh, so anyways, I started talking to my dad again um, last last year during my birthday. I called him because I missed him. And shortly after that, same fucking shit, man. And I just told him. I was like, no more. I'm done. I am literally done. So, um, that brings us kind of up to speed to where we're sitting now. Well, I guess a couple, so I went to visit when we were moving, we stayed with my family, um, in Idaho and, uh, so I'm seeing a counselor, as I mentioned, uh, going to be getting some anxiety medicine. So, (laughs) yes. Um, so my, my, my father-in-law passed away. Um, and while my father-in-law, I was over there, I, just it was so hard like this good man who I'm sure has made mistakes uh, but this wonderful unselfish person um, is dying in front of me and my dad's still calling us fucking bitches and fucking cunts because we don't subscribe to his nonsense yeah so at one point like just even seeing his name on my cell phone gives me anxiety yeah it fucking sends me into a tizzy so i um what i can't remember what happened the other day and i was just like you know what oh so he had messaged me and wanted to to talk he wanted to facetime with the kids or so he said and um he was like well let's wait until my fiance gets home because my dad's getting married they've been divorced since february and my dad's getting married in two weeks I don't, well, I don't know. They might not be because of everything that's gone down recently. But anyways, so he messages me and um, says he wants to talk. And I was like, all right. He's like, but give it an hour. So I waited and I waited 
and I waited. Mind you, I didn't want to talk to him anyways. Yeah. And so then my sister, like, but I'm doing it for my children. Like, so my sister texted me. She said, dad's tired. Can he, can he FaceTime you tomorrow? And I was like, the fuck ever, dude. I don't care. Fine. And then he gets on and he starts, he, I guess he got a new phone and he just spent the whole night messaging me too tired to FaceTime. And really what had happened was he had seen a picture of my mom, um, all gorgeous and going out and wanted to know what was going on. So he was calling me for roundabout information about my mother. Yeah. Not- who he said that he doesn't give two shits about and he doesn't care about and he fucking hates her and she's the scum of the earth and the worst thing that's ever happened to him. Jesus Christ. Mind you. Mind you, my mom never has. My mom never says a bad word about him ever, ever. She either refers to him by his first name or your father. So, anyways, I decided I went to my counseling appointment. And my counselor was like, "You should set some boundaries." I said, "You know what? I'm going to do that. I'm just not going to talk to him." Um, so he messaged me again, and I just didn't message him back. And then shortly, like two days later, my father-in-law passed away, and it was like, "Wow, this is." fucking awful yes so i've been super uh depressed and i've been having a lot of anxiety yeah and uh, these are all new feelings for me like i don't know how to fucking deal i know don't know how to deal except god i want to smoke like 12 packs of cigarettes (laughs) well don't do that Uh, don't do (laughs) that i'm not i'm not but so anyways um yeah and so i've been dealing with this this toxic this toxic shit my entire fucking life. Mm-hmm. And I'm 31 years old. And so I just decided, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take my life back. And so, I, and I told him, I said, if you're drinking again, I will find out and I will be done. Like, this is it. This is it. So I let him know that last time. Fucking God, not even a, <laughs> um, so I've been stressing over the fact that I don't want to go to his wedding in any capacity. Like I didn't want to be there. I don't because I don't care. I don't yeah. fucking care. Yeah. It's a joke. You don't move someone in two weeks after meeting them and decide you guys are gonna be married. When you don't even but then again, like I can't say anything because Zach and I got married like nine months after we had started dating. Um your dad's situation is completely different. You don't have to you don't have to explain why what he's doing is on the impulsive side and not just that but like taking your two children finding arrangements for your animals packing up everybody your husband taking time off from work to go to a wedding is really fucking hard and to do it for someone who has not treated you or the rest of your family well and who is well has a history of impulsive Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, it wasn't even that though. Uh, what really turned me off is that I, you know, um, my father-in-law has been sick for a while and I knew that it was going to happen soon. Um, and I had already told my dad, I said, I just spent all this money and being gone and stuff like that. And plus we're going to have to go back for a memorial service. Yeah. I just don't think it's feasible. And he's like, well, I'll pay for all of you guys. And I was like, what part of, I don't think it's, I said, it's not about the money. And he's like, well, if the rest of you can't come, can I, can you just be there? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what, what part of this is, I have other things in my life that are going on that are more important than, than this. Yeah. And it's not like if it were, if I thought it was any semblance of a legitimate, but 
My dad does this really cool thing whenever he gets a new girlfriend and that he forgets that he has a family. Gotcha. He automatically starts. So, yeah, he's got a new happy little family. He doesn't need us, which is fine because that means I don't have to be bothered. Yeah. I don't. But when he's trying to force a relationship between myself and his new family, that's when I'm like. Yeah, no. And no. So, um, yeah, he had called my mom and uh, um. I overheard him, and like I said, when he gets drunk, he's really rude, and he's, you fucking, you're being a fucking bitch, and you're fucking ruining my life, and all this other stuff. I knew he was drunk, so I blocked him on Facebook. I blocked his phone numbers, and then he called my sister and asked why I blocked him, and I knew that was going to happen, and uh, I was just like, so it sent me into a, like, I've been having lots of panic attacks lately, lots of anxiety attacks. Uh, and I don't know because I've never felt like this. Like, I mean, I have, but not to this extent. Mm-hmm. And so my usual tips and tricks for defeating my anxiety um, are not working. Like, I don't know what to do. And so um, he actually called my mom the other night and asked what was going on with me. My mom said, she told you, you drank again. And I've heard from several different people. And I heard it myself, but I've heard from several other sources and uh so yeah uh and then so this just happened the other night and he just went off the rails and he was really rude to my my little sister and just a general terrible being a human being so in my counseling appointment um my biggest thing is that my children aren't going to have a grandfather yeah won't they won't have a grandfather in any capacity and so she had asked me she said were you close with your grandfather because you didn't have much of a father figure growing up and I said wow yeah you're right like wow I didn't know this about myself and I mean I just didn't I didn't have a good dad like I see all these people on Facebook and I'm not I realize Facebook isn't real life we've had so many conversations about this but I have um you know people talking about how uh their dad's their biggest supporter and they can always go to their dad with anything. And, um, and I realize that's not the case for everybody. Uh, but I see a lot of it and it just, at first it kind of made me a little sick. Like who the fuck has that kind of relationship with their father? Like I was really bitter towards it. But then I realized like there are like marrying Zach. Zach is a fantastic man. His dad was a great man. Um, there are people out there like that. Yeah. And it blows my fucking mind. And so my counselor had, had told me, she said, you don't have to have grandfathers to have good influences in your children's lives. She's like, you married a great man. It sounds like she said, you broke the cycle, which I fucking did. I broke that cycle so hard. I shattered that motherfucker mm-hmm. um, just by even marrying Zach. Um, and, it, it, you know, there was a guy that I dated and I thought I'm – he reminded me a lot of my dad. And so I thought that that's just how it had to be. Yeah. Yep. And it, it, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be that way. And you don't have to allow yourself to be treated. So she, you know, she told me, you don't need grandfathers. And she's like, and you don't need fathers just so long as you have positive role models in your life. Um, you know, for those of us that have a shitty parent like that. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, 
it's fucking freeing. I mean, I'm still having lots of anxiety. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> That's normal, though. You lost a family member. Your parents got a I divorce. Two, I lost two family members. Yeah. Because I'm I'm done with that one. Yeah. One of them, I didn't want to go. I know. I know. It's, <laughs> and, it's unfortunately, everything you're going through sounds completely like normal. Not saying that you shouldn't take medication because you very well may need it and benefit from it. But I'm just saying like following a traumatic event, like the death of a family member and then like falling out with your dad in such a way that you've decided to cl- cut him out of your life, even though it is the best decision. Like, oh yeah, yeah it a hundred percent is the right thing to do. It's just like, it's like a divorce. Like even people who like get divorced for the right reasons, it's still incredibly hard. Um, yeah. For many of them, not all of them. Um, so, it, you know, hold on. My little tiny desk collapsed. Here we go. Let's just uh, <laughs> click that back into place there. Yes, I, I am using my child's lap desk as a computer desk right now. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's completely normal. And uh, going to see a counselor, I still haven't seen a counselor about my dad passing. That was a very different situation than what you're going through. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was my dad. And, and like Zach's dad, you know, the world lost a very special person. Um, yeah, but what you're going that's... through right now with, addicts especially a parent because we tend to feel like we owe our parents something yes. yeah you know yes. like and and we've had addiction issues uh with family members before where we've had to do similar things where it's like i love you it's a little different because even even in the throes of addiction i've never had a family member who was nasty like that to me um yeah. but just you know having to put those boundaries in place and you are doing the best thing for your kids you're doing the best thing for yourself which is wildly important mm-hmm. right now and also you're giving your father and he, he's not going to see it this way until one day he turns things around. If he turns things around. He's not going to. He won't. That's the thing. Right. But assuming he doesn't or assuming he does, either way, you have protected his image towards your children too. Like you've you've given your kids don't ever have to see it. And that not just benefits mm-hmm. them, but it also benefits him because he's not going to mess up. Yeah. He's not going to mess up another person. Yeah, and that's exactly – and so in the process, um, so <laughs> I've gained like seven and a half pounds over the – seven pounds in the past month and a half. Yeah. And I couldn't I couldn't figure out why. And I, I mean I knew why, but I had never – usually when I get stressed, I don't eat. And it's, it's – that's just – that's my MO. But this is a different kind of like I'm grieving so fucking hard. Yep. And all I want to do is just lay on the couch – any cookie. I don't even like cookies that much, but that's been my like drug of choice. And I'm like, yo, let me get some of the mini chocolate chip cookies from Costco. Mm, Costco. Yeah. And so I've just been trying to, you know, pull myself up by the bootstraps. And it's fucking hard. Like I've never ever claimed to know what anybody else is is going through as far as like individual, but um it's hard. And and I told the counselor, I said, I would like medication. Cause she asked me, she said, has anybody, cause I've seen counselors before. Um, and she asked me about it and I told her, and I, I think that I sound pretty well adjusted right now today. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm having a well adjusted day, Yes, but this, this hasn't been my normal feelings for a couple months now. Yeah. Like it's been, and especially, you know, we did this big move. We sold our house and just all these things, man. Yeah. And fucking life is just punching me in the dick. And I don't, I'm not trying to make this about myself. I'm just trying no, to relate. No, no, no. But um, my OCD like came out of 
fucking nowhere, it seemed like, uh, shortly around the time my parents got a divorce. And it was about a year after I had had a baby, uh, Mm -hmm. moved, my husband had deployed, and my parents were having marital issues. And sometimes having all those things happen at once can just trigger it. It's like the light bulb was there and someone turned it on, which honestly sounds like what is happening to you. Like life just yeah. threw a fucking pile of dirty laundry on top of you. And it's a <laughs> lot. Like you literally had a ba- had two babies, yeah. two babies. Your parents split up. You moved. Your father-in-law died. And your father-in-law dying is also affecting oh here it goes yep okay great time great timing duke thank you duke honestly that's really insensitive duke lay down you look like a bagel anyway yeah man you've had a lot of shit happen and then on top of your father-in-law passing away which is 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 hard on you because you love him. He was yeah. a member of your family. He was your kid's. Gra- He's oh. also your husband's father. And like Matt went through this yeah. with my dad where he was like obviously grieving my father mm-hmm. being gone in his own mm-hmm. way. But also dealing with the fact that your spouse just lost their parent. Yeah. And. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really. It's just been. And I. So I had a meltdown on Saturday. I told. Uh, I, th- I don't remember if it was you who I told. But I said I don't know how I'm doing. Like. I don't know. You told me you had a meltdown. Uh, okay. So then I, I texted someone else. I said, I don't know how I'm doing. I don't know if I'm okay or if I am going to have a meltdown soon. And then I had a meltdown. Um, but, you know, Zach said, out of all the things that's happened with your dad and the things that I've seen you handle, he's like, I, you are taking this one the hardest. Because it's too and much I said, at once, Rach. That's because it was, it's more, it's, it's the, you know, I, I've come to terms a while, <clears throat> a while ago that, that I do not think my father is a good person. Yeah. Um, I don't think the way he's treated my mom, like he, and, and like I said, I've asked my mom permission to share some of these things. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, my mom's a bigger woman. Um, and my dad told her on the regular that nobody would ever fuck her because she's fat. Nice. Like that's that's the kind of role model that I like hearing him say things like that to my mother. Yeah, I can't imagine what that's um, like. Honestly, that's just unfathomable to me to hear. Wow. It's it's it it makes you feel dirty. Yeah, and it made me. It makes me feel dirty. Um, just hearing those things because that's not what a loving person that's not what a good that's not what somebody that's a good person says um and so uh yeah so um my my dad had this friend who was his sobriety friend even though she was giving him pain pills and he (laughs) yeah right what the fuck yeah i know it's fucking sort of like i can't even make this shit up so anyways um she had someone pass away and my dad was like, I'm going to bring my girlfriend up there and you can meet her. And, um, he spent a lot of days. She was an older woman. Um, old and wrinkly is, is the term that he used for her. Um, and, uh, he was grossed out by her and he would never have sex with her or anything. And, and one thing that I've learned is if people that are lying to you, if they have to argue their, their side of the story, they're trying to make themselves believe it. So he would just constantly tell my mom, like, oh, it's not like that. Da, da, da. Anyways, 
Um, so while I, so, uh, she said that if you bring your girlfriend up to my house, I'll shoot her, I'll shoot you, and then I'll shoot myself. Oh, my God. Jesus. Oh, it gets it gets better. So then my mom, you know, like my parents are trying, they were trying to stay friends. And um, so my mom said, so that kind of reaction only gets elicited, elicited if there's some sort of feelings there. If there's some sort of, um, I don't know. Uh, anyways. <laughs> so my mom said, when you know, you had to have slept with her. Um, and then my dad told her, yes, it was two years prior to them even talking about a divorce to my mom, even seeing that she was going to get a divorce and that, uh, he did it because my mom wasn't fulfilling her wifely duties. Uh, what the fuck? Yeah, I know. I know. And so how I fucking turned out the way I did. I have no fucking idea. Like, I'm a pretty well-fucking-balanced person. Yeah. I'm a good person. I mean, adversity makes people who they are. Um, but it, it also it is does, a lot of trauma. It, and it's completely understandable that you've got some issues going on. It's a lot of trauma. It's so much fucking trauma. Uh, my sister, so my sister started seeing a counselor, too, <laughs> talking about our childhood. My sister texted me. She said, did you know our childhood was traumatic? <laughs> like, it was some big secret. I was like... Bruh. Yes. Bruh. <laughs> like, like, where were you? I mean, I don't remember things, but what little I do remember was not pleasant. Oh. I don't know, man. But I basically, basically, my whole reason of telling anybody this and putting this out there for everybody to hear, um, a, like I said, I'm taking my fucking power back. It's not going to be a secret anymore. Yeah. It's not a fucking secret. And furthermore. I, you, uh, whoever is listening to this and needs to hear this, you don't have to subject yourself to this shit. Nope. You don't owe them anything. You don't have to fucking subject yourself. You are worth more than that. And you know what's kind of giving me a little bit of a fucking boost? Mm -hmm. Some goddamn Lizzo. Lizzo! fucking love her mm. i mean everybody Fuck fucking loves her. her rightfully so she deserves all the love but holy shit she deserves all the yeah, love my kids are obsessed um yeah i don't baxley goes around and i'll sing the song and he'll go yeah yeah ee, and it's super cute and i love oh it my God. um yeah we should so while we let's end this on a positive note i mean we're not ending it right now because i posted something on our facebook uh about um Actually, I posted a few things. I, mean, I just, it's been so fucking crazy. Uh, talking about um, if you were a thief to thieve things that only mildly inconvenience someone, what would those things be? <laughs> Rachel, tell me what you would do, what you would take to mildly inconvenience someone. I thought about this a lot and I really couldn't come up with anything too uh, great because uh, I, I get inconvenienced by a lot of shit. Um, I don't know. All the dog leashes. How the fuck are you going to walk your dog? Try walking your dog now, bitch. I kind of went off on a tangent with Zach and Zach was like, Rachel, I don't care anymore. He's like, you've listed like a ton of different things. So anyways, I'm going to read some of these because some of these are great. Yes, yes they uh, are. Someone said spoons, left sock, batteries, and toilet paper. <laughs> someone said remotes and milk. Ooh. I yeah. 
Uh, someone said they would put the shoes, all your shoes under the bed. That would inconvenience the shit out I of me. I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't like it nope, either. Don't like that. Um, this one's good. Take all the snack foods and leave just a tiny bit and put the package back. Same goes for fridge drinks. Ooh, I really don't like that. Yep. It says, I get my mouth all set for some orange juice and there's just a swallow in the container. <sighs> Could you imagine just getting like one sip of orange juice? Like not even a good sip. Someone said taking all the razor blades. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone else said spoons. Someone said stealing shampoo. Oh, I thought there were more than that. Um, I said I'd take all the batteries out of everything. I would slightly unplug everything. So it's not fully in... <sighs> Mostly mostly regarding electronics. I would slightly unplug everything so it doesn't have the full connection. And you have to get it and plug it in. Is, and you don't know what's wrong. No, but you don't know what's wrong because it looks like it's plugged in. And if you're like me and you're just lazy, you'll look at it and not touch it to see if it's plugged in or not. I'm lazy. To be fair. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. I'm fucking tired. I... I feel those feels. I um, I expected to do a lot of housework today because both the girls uh, went back to school today. Uh, they staggered my kindergartner's date to start till today. So it's just been her. Mm-hmm. And I, anyway, so I was like, I had like really grand plans for today about all the things I was going to do. in the bucket bucket. Yeah, I was kind of like, you know what? You just moved across country with two kids mm-hmm. by yourself. Now my brother did help me drive here and I have wonderful friends who have helped me like do things out here. But like seemingly solo parenting, I should say, because Matt was not able to come with us yet. He'll be here yeah. soon. So it's like, and then, you know, it's just been a real rough couple of months. Um, lots of good stuff. I'm a little bit feeling of- <laughs> those fucking feels. Oh, I know you do. And I feel bad even complaining about my feels with no, what you've been going no, through. Because just it doesn't, what I am going through doesn't negate the same, the feelings that you're having. Feelings. Is that the right term? Doesn't no, it's negate? totally the right feelings. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. very, I think, I, I feel very strongly that, when, when people who have never had anxiety issues start having them, it like hits me real hard. Like in the sympathy uh, tank, we're gonna call it the sympathy tank. That's a thing. That's the a thing sympathy that, yeah, tank. I like that, that. You're like, like it hit me hard in my sympathy tank because panic attacks are like the worst fucking thing. <laughs> They're the fucking I worst. Had a, I had a meltdown. So we went to a friend's house for a barbecue, and ha- you know, super exciting to see them. Haven't seen them in a while. And we're about halfway there. They don't live too far. So we're about 10 minutes into our drive. It's a 20-minute drive. And all of a sudden, I start feeling super anxious. Yeah. And I can't stop it. Yeah. And then I start fucking crying. Yeah. Why? I can't tell you. So I just immediately feel my chest is tight. Everything is tight. My eyeballs are bawling. And I'm sniffling. And Zach was like, what? can I do for you? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to fix this. And I'm telling my, like my brain knows that it's, it's, there's no reason for me. Like, I know there's no reason for me to be feeling like this. We're going to see friends. And yet here I am having a fucking meltdown over nothing. Like why? I don't get it. That's the nature of panic attacks though. Like people, people will say things like, Oh my God, that gave me a panic attack over something that's really stressful. You can tell those people never had real panic attacks because like true panic attacks, like they come out of 
almost nowhere and you don't know what's causing them and that scares you even more and then that leads to being afraid of the panic attacks because you don't know the next time one's going to strike because it didn't happen when you were hurling down an icy road at 70 miles per hour it happened when Mm -hmm. you were in my case walking through a grocery store like or in your case driving to a friend's house like people don't people who have never experienced that will use it like synonymous with a heart attack which is also kind of fucked up because heart attacks (laughs) Are, are also awful um but like a, like a pain. I didn't mean to laugh at no, that no 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 I kind of get what you're saying though it's like oh wait well it's like when people say things like I'm so OCD and I'm like bruh trust me <laughs> you are not so OCD because you like your shoes being tied a certain way like have you ever obsessed about something so much that you haven't eaten and you can't go anywhere and like you're miserable and you shake every time you have a certain thought like people trivialize this stuff But on the same side, if you have these problems, laughing about them helps immensely. That's why I make jokes about my food lion panic attack and how food lion irrefutably causes panic attacks. Although I went there today and didn't have a panic attack. So maybe, maybe my theory was wrong. Maybe my theory was wrong. But I mean, like, it's just stuff like that. I think it's in the name. Who the fuck names a grocery store food lion? Yeah, I really want to know where the fuck this came from. It's just, it's just a shitty little grocery store. Even even just the uh, the what's it called the not icon what am I trying to say what's the thing mo, 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 mo. like like their logo? little brand thingy like night yeah their logo, their logo. what up swoosh their logo stupid it's like a angry ass blue lion like why is he blue there's nothing blue about lions bro that's right yeah I mean look I'm not trying to discriminate against food lion like they 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 do their thing they they get the food out they have a lion I don't know but whatever I mean all I'm trying to say here is that there's a lion in the store probably and honestly like keep it in the back. maybe that's why I have panic attacks there is because my body knows that there's probably a wild animal in the back there that they keep on I hand. feel like I would probably have a panic attack if I knew there was a wild animal stalking grocery store aisles as well but you didn't know where they were but they were there also like is he a domesticated lion or is probably not what's he doing stocking grocery shelves what have you done to him what sort of weird government experience experiment allowed you to tamper with a lion's brain enough to get him to use his paws to pick things up and put them on a shelf honestly the whole thing makes me really uncomfortable and i just think that i'm done with that grocery store forever uh, you should be. Also, since we're talking about government conspiracies, uh, I saw a thing posted on Facebook today that said uh, y'all were so close to storming Area 51. And or go ahead and believe that the government's not trying to rule your brain or something like that because y'all were this close to storming Area 51. And now everybody is fighting over chicken sandwiches. I would just like to say. I had the Popeye spicy chicken sandwich. It came out in fucking June, dude. I need to know if it was good, though. Okay, so it's a different type of good. I have been eating them um, not recently because I'm trying to lose the weight. Grief weight. It 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 really is grief weight. I'm gonna start calling it that. Yeah. But anyways, um, I like it because it's crunchy. I love Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A has Polynesian sauce. Chick-fil-A's chicken is tender and wonderful. Popeye's is tender and wonderful. They don't have Polynesian sauce, but their chicken sandwiches are crispy. There are Popeye's, so we have one that's like less than a half a mile away from us. 
I've been driving past it last week. And even this week, I guess, it's still fucking crazy. So they were closed on Sunday <laughs> because they ran out of food. Oh, well, then they, they can't say shit about Chick-fil-A. <clears throat> well, exactly. And so, but it's just so crazy to me that people are going off the rails about a chicken sandwich, which, I mean, it's great. It's good. But have you had Costco's chocolate chip mini cookies? I haven't, but now I'm thinking I might need to go. Now, you see, the nearest Costco is 45 minutes away from my house, whereas the nearest Sam's Club is 20. So for now, Sam's Club has to do... So I'm just going to brag for a second. Do it. Um, this is a, it's not even a humble brag because you lived close to everything when you lived in San Antonio and I lived next to nothing. Yes. Yeah. Do you know how far the Costco is from my house? Like under five. It is under five. It's, it's uh, three miles away. Good Lord, girl. You can go get you a hot dog anytime <clears throat> you want. And, and Ikea's right there. Okay, now, now I don't want to talk anymore. Because, like, honestly, I could really use Ikea right now. And the nearest one is five hours away in Charlotte. Yeah. Listen, eh. I lived I lived that peasant life in San Antonio, not living near anything. So, yeah. yeah. Wait, is that hateful to no, say? No, it, it's definitely a peasant life. I mean, it's beautiful. I live I live by the ocean in a beautiful small town. It's, it's, it's wonderful. I love this town that I live in. However, okay. yes. Uh, sometimes you're just you just want ikea and you just you can't have it because you don't get that you just want to fucking fight over how to put shit together and eat hot dogs hot dogs ew gross i don't really like hot dogs that much although i've been buying a lot of the morningstar farms brands like the vegetarian cheeseburger patties and corn dogs and they're all vegetarian they're actually vegan are they good yeah they're really good they're just as good i mean to me i could do the vegetarian thing if you gave me certain substitutes for certain meats just because i run out of things to make beans out of or to make with beans uh i really like bean burgers i made a vegetarian tacos the other night yeah um my kids love vegetables, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that to brag because I'm definitely not bragging. I've been feeding them veg like we eat a very we try to stay away from as many processed foods as possible. But apparently, vegetarian like they love sweet potatoes. Mm, they love them. They are delicious, and that's awesome. They are, and you know what? This had black beans and sweet potatoes in them. And do you know what my kids did? They fucking threw. The tacos. You need to talk to my sister. She has a badass black bean sweet potato enchilada recipe that is like, I yes. I have one of those. Yeah, too. it's I have one of those fucking too. delicious. But, and like, like I said, I could do the vegetarian thing if like, you know, sometimes though it's just, it's hard to find stuff when you're out and about, for example. Yeah. And yeah. well, it's not even, it's not even that. It's just, they didn't, they're just being terrible twos. And so then I gave them meatballs, like the Costco meatballs. And they were like, this is what we wanted all along. But so then last night we had sweet potato lasagna where I put the sweet potatoes instead of the noodles. And you know what? Both of those little shirts ate all the sweet potatoes out of there. Yeah, yeah. Mom wins. Ex- now. <laughs> 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 no. Uh, was, there, was there anything else on our agenda to discuss? No, I think we're good. And as long as everything goes well with this recording, I think we've figured out our long distance stuff in a way that's not going to let us down. God, I hope so. Because I don't want to re-record this episode again. I know. I just want to put it out there. just want to put it, everything out there. I know. For everybody. I feel you, fam. So um, the next episode we should try to get 
Rico or Emerald or someone in on this because we figured out how to do all that now. We figured that out. You figure it. You figured I it out. I got this. Boom. I got this. It's the only thing I can learn. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch some things and I'm gonna drop some knowledge. Maybe knowledge. Nice. I'm gonna let you guys know next week how. Uh, no, I got nothing. Honestly, nothing interesting. I'm just waiting to move into a house house. Uh, you know, hanging out with my bagel I'm, dog. I'm painting Halloween crafts. Yes. Because I can't I can't decorate. So we live in military housing and you can't decorate prior to two weeks before the holidays and it has to be down. Me? Yeah. So what I'm doing is I'm decorating the inside of my house and I'm gonna make a Halloween wreath and I'm gonna put it on the outside, but behind the screen door. So it's still technically in the house. That's like a dictatorship, which, you know, all right, whatever. I mean, still, I don't remember uh, that being a rule when my parents lived on base, but. It is here. Two weeks. And then it, you can't put anything in the yard either because of lawn maintenance. Oh, they come and cut your grass for you? Up front, out back. We're growing our own grass because we're adults and care about that stuff. Wait, you didn't have grass until now? No, we do have grass. It's just not very good grass. And also, there are bare spots that Lennon likes to eat the dirt from. Yeah, we got to put the kibosh on that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, I don't know. They just eat so much fucking dirt. And I'm okay because you know what? They've only been sick like kind of once. Like legitimate sickness. Lennon had a fever for a couple days and was thrown up for like two days. Uh, But other than that, man, kids are in perfect health. Strong immune systems. Well, I'm Mm going to take my... shitty immune system and uh go finish all the fucking laundry i started earlier because uh kids are in school it's time to rage and by rage i mean do the fucking laundry i need to do laundry too i'm out of all my comfy clothes i'm actually wearing christmas thick christmas pajamas right now i don't like that well i'm actually they're they're christmas sweats i don't like that and I also don't like it. I'm hot and everything's sweaty. Yeah. So I'm very I'm big on not using holiday-themed things when it's not the holiday time. I don't even like watching Christmas movies unless it's, like, right before Christmas. Like, it, it, it's, it's, it's a little bit neurotic of me. Like, I'll, I'll admit it. I'll admit it. Like, it's neurotic. But it bothers yeah. me. I'm sorry. I can't see your pants, so I'm fine right now. But it, I swear to God, if you stand up. No! Oh! It's mm. August! I know, and it's hot. I'm also wearing my Game of Thrones tank top that says I drink and I know things. So I'm just really, I just really have it together today. I am wearing I'm also on my third cup of coffee. Yeah. I haven't eaten since 7 p.m. last night. You should night. go eat. And ha- Is it time yet to I'm eat? I'm going to. My fat- oh, it's it's time. We're 32 minutes past my time to eat. Girl, homie. go eat you some food. I'm Damn. going to. Well, thank whoever listened to this. And if I hope that you got something out of this, and if if you got anything, just know that Pete Davidson has a bicycle face. Bicycle seat face. You want to sit on it? Bicycle seat, right? I'm gonna Google that, I and I'm gonna get to back to us next my week. Bicycle. All right, bye guys. Anyways. Okay, bye. bye.